Yeah, hi. 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 What's up? Oh, it's raining. Yeah. But the trees are getting green. Um, so and pink. And pink and white. Um, so we do know by the time you hear this, we'll have like recorded so many episodes, and this is probably like being recorded a month before you're hearing it. We apologize. We have some timing issues. But anyway. We're extremely busy and important. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> we don't want to release it until it's perfect for yins. Yeah. Yeah, but episode four. So I'm really excited because we're this far. We're yeah, stuck with it. We've, we've done it now a month. We kept doing it and we ha- we don't hate each other yet. Right. And we're still having fun. And we are trying to, we're tweaking our format a little bit. Starting this week, um, two of us will tell a story while the third person kind of runs the show and we'll, and we'll uh, kind of alternate around. So this week we have Heather and Jen. Telling stories, and I have no idea what they're going to talk about. Host. And I'm the, the, and I'm the host. With the mostest. I am. I'm the host. And she doesn't oh know gosh. what's going on. She doesn't know what kind of party she's hosting. I have no idea. I'm very excited. Well, I feel like when you're the host, like you can kind of make it what you want to be. You know what you want. I think you guys are going to make it what you want to be. Well, uh, you are in charge of like. Well, I got some interesting stuff to talk about. So last week, um, your actually your topic, torture. Um, I forgot to, I wanted to mention this top, this, this torture method. That's really, really gross that, um, I don't know if you heard of, it's called scathing. No, I, I don't even think I came across that in my uh, research. Brock told me about it. Oh boy. I mean, please. I'm sorry. The burger upstairs told me about it. Mm. Oh, please. Do I have to edit his name out? No. Every, okay. Brock, do you care about your name being said on the podcast? Probably his headphones on now. Yeah. It's going to be said. It's fine. <sighs> Anyways. You just uh, said it again. So anyway, scathing is where you're basically tied to like a raft or something and you're fed like force fed milk and honey and then just like left to like the hot sun and like the elements and like the <laughs> the bees and like the various like animals like just peck at you and just you just keep getting fed all this sweet milk and honey and then like, Yeah. It's deliciously evil. Yeah, and it's so torturous, and like you definitely like will die of exposure eventually, but it can be like long and awful. Which people d- did that? I don't. I don't freaking know. Oh. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't Virgo get into not, it that much. That Virgo not telling the whole story. Yeah. Who had milk and honey? Everybody. All right, bees. then us. Bees are everywhere. Well, thank you. Thank anyway, you for. Uh, Bringing that additional torture method to my attention. Yeah, just thought Jeans want to know because it's real nasty and milk and honey and exposure and like, you know, bees eating you to death and Do you think it's okay if it's like cruelty-free milk and organic honey? No. It's not okay? That's terrible. That's terrible. I wouldn't want it to happen to me. I'm okay as long as it's not harmful to animals. All right. So, um... Guys, like, let's talk about the sickest thing that we experienced or heard of this week. I have one. You have Please one? I would, I would like to hear uh, it. The sickest thing that I, uh, Heather, has had happened to me this week is there's wasps flying around my backyard. Ooh. Like, it's getting all, like, really nice and warm and all that stuff. So, I'm like, and I found this uh, Target, like, used Target patio set on Craigslist that I got. It looks really nice. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I was using it the other day. I was sitting outside for, like, hours. And I was like painting and like, you know, enjoying the outside. There was one wasp flying around the entire time. And like, finally, I'm like, you know, fuck this, fuck this fucking wasp. And then I took my my better homes and gardens, you know, like I wrapped it up and I, uh, I fucking killed that wasp. Wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? But like less than maybe two minutes later, like three more wasps show up to his funeral to to avenge him. Like, literally, they were like, uh, we smelt what you did. Ah! We know that you, we know what you did just now. Did you murder them? Uh, no, no, I ran inside. I got my shit and I ran inside. I was gonna say, nine were probably gonna show up if you murdered them. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm not that dumb. Like, I ran inside it and then I called, like, an exterminator. I was like, I don't fuck with multiplying wasps. I, so I do, I love... I love when it like I love spring. I love when it starts to get warm out. I love when the trees start to turn green. I love that. I hate wasps. And they do like they just like, oh, they're horrible. We were I was trying to sit outside yesterday and couldn't because there's fucking wasps following us yeah. around. And they're sick to me. I mean, they're just very sick. Yeah. Like because like when you find that wasp nest and it's just like, ah! like it's just disgusting looking, you know, it's yeah. just like that hornet's nest of 
like horrible evil paper yeah you know I, I will say like people's mileage varies because my mom thinks that stuff is really interesting she's fascinated by it so like bees i think are all right i can yeah. i can fuck with some bees these are great oh yeah fucking honey bees wasp and yellow jackets they can all die in all of the levels of hell yeah i agree mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's my gross thing jb Oh, I was going to say in the good thing, but I guess it's also a bad thing. Well, sickest maybe thing the good save thing is it. later on. That's I know. That's how we wrap up. Well, then okay. save it for last. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So is it time for me to tell my story then? No, I have a, I have a, I have a couple, have a, a couple gonna... small sick things. All right. Um, sicker in a more traditional way, although I agree, I don't like wasps either. Um, so one, I finally changed. So I got my earring, I got my earrings re-pierced about six weeks ago. They had closed up. Um, so I waited the six weeks to change them and I have new earrings in now. And I was doing a very good job of keeping them clean. I had a saline spray that I would use on them. And I didn't think they were getting crusty. But when I took the earrings out to change, put in these new ones, they were de- there's definitely some some good like crusty little glops of, you know. Oh, I love damn. piercing stuff. Feeling crust. Yeah. Well. I feel so good. Well, I'm Just sorry. Like, I'm know. sorry I didn't bring the, I'm sorry I didn't do it here so you could observe They're it. They're like ear boogers. Did they were. Just, they were ear boogers. Just slough it away. Yeah. You know, satisfying. I, I, oh, yeah. yeah. I was very, like, you know, I, I was trying to be good about it because when I was a teenager, I was really um irresponsible with my piercings and they would get real crusty and like ooh, ear goo. Yeah, it was bad. So. But I'm glad I have these new earrings in because I like them a lot better than the ones I got pierced with. They're so. like nice. Thank cool you. Um, the other sick thing, and this is like real quick. Um, my mom. So growing up, um, when if we like accidentally let leftovers get moldy inside my well, first of all, my parents would let that happen um, because they would just forget that they were there, as you do. Um, but instead of just like throwing them straight in the trash, they would. Have us all come over and look at it. Look at the science experiment that has grown. Excuse me, I'm burping from my beer. That has grown in this pot in the fridge. So um, my mom texted me two pictures the other day of a science experiment that she found in a pot that was in the fridge. And I was not expecting that. So I just got a couple texts from my mom. And suddenly they were just looking at a bunch of fuzzy green mold. Uh yeah, so that was it, was. it was already at the green algae level. Oh, yeah. It, it was, wasn't at the white level. Oh, no. This was like this science experiment was. It hadn't turned black yet, though. No, but it was well on its way. There were universes inside that pot. Did they smell it? I didn't ask. I only got two photos. I didn't really. I kind of ignored them. Because it was gross. Yep. Uh, I I don't. When I get science experiments in my fridge, I feel bad about myself, and then I throw them away. I don't send pictures of them to people. Are you ever but. worried you're going to grow like a little society, like Lisa Simpson did? I would. I mean, worry I think about that, that I want that to happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a worry. Yeah, that's a hope and aspiration. But then you could like you could just like murder a whole society with like one, yeah, one wave of the hand. Yep. So well, it's very I don't easy. Want that responsibility. Just leave your leftovers in the fridge forever. Just never throw them away. There you go. Done. I don't want to like purposely become master of a universe. It needs to happen as it's going to happen. I'll forget about my leftovers when it's time for me to be roller. I hate eating leftovers. I left the Virgo upstairs eat the leftovers. Will he eat anything? Pretty much. I like that. Okay. Anyway. Um, All right. Heather. Yeah. What you got, girl? I want to hear your story. It's my turn. Okay. So JB and I, like, we wanted to surprise you with, you have no idea what the stories are. Is I have, right? I have no idea. Did you guys collude? Yes. Yes. Of course we did. Oh. Um, so because we wanted to like kind of go on theme, JB had an idea. So I was like, I'll do something that's like kind of related. So uh, I'm not going to reveal what her theme is, but my theme is uh, death in the park. So death in the park. Yeah. Ooh. So, um, Specifically, death in the national parks in the United States. I love this. Yeah. Ooh. So, uh, like, a brief overview of, like, the American uh, national parks are they were pretty much created by uh, my boy T.R., Teddy Roosevelt, one of my favorite uh, presidents. <laughs> I'm a dork, so I do have a favorite president. And uh, his buddy, John Muir. 
So uh, it kind of has like a complicated history because like anything U.S. history, um, it involves stealing, you know, stuff from natives and minorities. Oh, yeah. So let's, you know, let's let's pause for a second to acknowledge that, right. you know, America built on horrible colonialism and yeah. um, murdering of natives. And yeah. that's fucking terrible. And I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Definitely uh, would like to, glad we can take the moment to say that. Because, uh, so, John Muir, um, he basically, I'm going to tell a little uh, example of what happened with him. He altered the national ha- natural habitat of Yosemite, essentially. Um, when he came upon it, he uh, it was actually inhabited by the Albanachi. Yeah, I think I got that right. People, uh, which they uh, were about a nation of like three point uh, people. Like, no, 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 I'm sorry. I take that back. I can't read. Also, I've had a beer and a half. Um, <laughs> they had been on the land for 3,500 years. Okay. For like a long time, like before Jesus. That's Way a long time. Yes, they, that was theirs. Yeah, their so, land. So, um, Muir is actually quoted as saying that the natives are uh, ugly, <gasps> and stated they had no right to the landscape. What? So, um, well, ugly what? people don't deserve land. Yeah. So that's, that's true. Okay, I'm sorry. That is the fucking height of white goddamn supremacy. Yeah, ethnic cleansing. That oh. um, is sick. That's sick. That is sick. That's that's beyond sick. Yeah. That's ugh. yeah, sick, sick, sick. Um, so. God, my God, that's so fucked up. I can't believe there's. Why is there like a whole like trail named after him? So why I mean, why well, do because, why do we know, venerate him? Well, because he was also um the father of the national parks. Ooh. He with uh Teddy Roosevelt um explored these lands and uh, decided to designate these certain areas, you know, it, it, as national parks. Like in his lifetime, that's when, you know, all I mean in his presidency, that's when all that happened. Yeah. So just, uh yeah. Could have been nice if, you know, they could have let pe- the people there stay there. Well yeah, but yeah. you know, I mean racism and that's that's yeah. you know, I don't want I'm not apologizing for it, but that's just like uh, we need to be aware of when uh, we visit these parks is like, that's what had happened. So I got oh, more absolutely. of the story. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. There's more of the story. Um, so the natives there, uh, the Almanachi, they uh, had pruned the plants, sown the seeds, and they set controlled burns to maintain, like, the landscape that that Muir saw, you know, that was part of Yosemite. That was Yosemite. And uh, so uh, controlled burns actually clear undergrowth, and they make way for new plants. So... Um, when he essentially ethnically cleansed them off the land, there was nobody there to do these controlled burns and that kind of thing. So guess what happened? Oh, this overgrowth happened, and now you get wildfires, you know, but, um, you know. So yeah, that's... So he basically, he like, fucked up. Yeah. He just, like, fucked, fucked he it up. He altered the landscape. I mean, it is still Yosemite. It is still there, but it was, like, way more well cared for. I mean, it... You can't, and this, a lot of this comes from, like, an episode of Adam Room's Everything, by the way, uh, because, uh, <laughs> because uh, that's, you know, yeah. um, they, I, it was great. Yeah, that is, that is a really, like, yeah. wow, it's also, like, it's, like, it's also, like, peak white savior. That, yeah. like, you know, the white people have to come in to, like, preserve this when they're actually ruining it. Right. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So um, let's get into it some more. So the most dangerous parks uh, that well, that's just the general overview of like John Muir. I just wanted to like get out of the way by the way that, you know, you know, national parks in the U.S. are beautiful, wonderful. I've been to so many of them. I'm so fortunate to have gone to so many of them. But there is that complicated history. And I always want to like. You know, amplify that a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, if I can. I appreciate that you shared that. Thank yeah. you. So, um, most dangerous parks are number one, Lake Mead. I've never uh, heard of it. Was that? I'm one? gonna go through them really quick, okay. and then I'm gonna okay. tell you, um, so the, save our, the, our, the number one reasons like how people die. Okay. Okay. So number one, Lake Mead. Number two, Yosemite. Number three, Grand Canyon. Number four, Yellowstone. Number five, Golden Gate National Recreation Area. Number six, Denali. Uh, seven Great Smoky, eight Grand Teton, nine Natchez, Trace. I have something, I have somebody missed in there, but it doesn't matter. That's the general, you okay. know, area. So, uh, most common way to die in a national park is drowning, number one with a bullet. That makes sense. That's why you get Lake Mead, you know, number one. It's Where very, is Lake Mead? Um, it is out west in Nevada. 
That's what I thought. It's not too far outside of Vegas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I'd heard the name. I couldn't remember yeah, where. Yeah. I don't think I've been to that one as far as I know. Driven you, past it, kind of like seen it. You know. Are these people drowning recreationally or are they drowning themselves? Uh, drowning in boating accidents, drowning in swimming accidents, that kind of thing. You know, swimming, bathing, kayaking, rafting, that kind of stuff. So, uh, number two is motor vehicle accidents. Okay. You know, uh, number three is falling. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you, that's the freaks me out so much mm-hmm. um because there's no safety railing around the rim of the grand canyon like you can literally just walk up and just fall right in like oh my god like yeah. i've I been mean... there and like you literally there's places they're just like boop you just psh. like somebody fall fell off the uh the ooh point not too long ago because she was ooh-ah. yeah because the view is ooh-ah. i was there was it ooh-ah? yeah it was ooh-ah. there's pictures of me and uh the virgo upstairs on ooh-ah point I assume you're doing, you're gesturing majestically to the background. The good land. The good land, your favorite. Exactly. Um, but yeah, somebody fell off of that. As she was like um, trading places with somebody else to be able to get a photo op. Oh, I I remember hearing about that. Yeah, is that horrible? It is horrible. Yeah. So, um, oh boy. And like people that fall like taking like selfies and shit with selfie sticks. And How scary, can you, how scary must that be to like fall and like. Mm-hmm. Because you're probably falling for a long time, so you've got a good bit of time to be scared. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, you're conscious the whole time. Like, uh, what's her face in Game of Thrones? Uh, oh, when she falls from the uh, the, the moon, moon door. door. Yeah, because you're not dying yet. Nothing has happened to you yet, but you know you are going to die. There's like I loved only one woman, your sister. Until he loved her daughter. I was going to say until, yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway, sick. so um, after falling, you've got suicide, then the elements, like exposure, okay. being ill-equipped for camping, that kind of thing. Then avalanches, then uh, wildlife. Actually, being attacked by wildlife is not that fatal. It's more, like, injurious. Yeah. But there aren't as many, like, animal fatal- fatalities as you'd think, just because people seem to, like, freak out about it. Is Golden Gate Park on there for suicides? Yes. Uh, well, actually, I found, interestingly, I have an interesting factoid about that, is Golden Gate Bridge is actually not part of the park area. Oh, really? Oh, so okay. the suicides that take place on the bridge, which of are there many? There's so many that they made a documentary about as it. As far as that I docu- know, it is actually the number one suicide destination in the country. That documentary right. fucked me up. Oh, I didn't watch it. Yeah. I, I kind of want to, though. Should I mean, I? I, I mean, you should, yeah. But it, it's definitely, like, yeah. Yeah. I'll watch it it's, in advance of our uh, trip to San Francisco. Yeah. No. It's not a light no. and fun watch. Maybe when we come back. Yeah. Me and Jamie. You're not going to accidentally fall off the bridge. Like, no, but maybe I'll be like, I saw it on TV. I guess I should do it. Yeah, I, I'm very susceptible. I don't think. You will die. Well, obviously, if I'm going to try to kill myself, I will die. <laughs> But uh, oh, dark turn. Yeah, Sorry, so the bridge sick. is not part of the Golden Gate recreational area. Like it's no, that's not part of. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, uh, so that the suicides that take place on the bridge do not account for that. Interestingly. Hmm. Um. So, but <laughs> the sickest way to die in a national park that I have found is. Oh, I think I know what this might be. Okay, uh, I want to see if it is. Yeah, hot springs. Yes! yes. Yes. I knew it. Yeah, yep. it's so nice. Oh, okay. Tell so, me, tell, tell me. me all about it. Tell me all about it. So, um, tell me more. Tell, tell me, me more. more. <laughs> I'm someone that falls in a hot spring. What's gonna happen to me? Okay, so many things. Okay, so Yellowstone National Park. It's an area of active volcanism, right? It has like over ten thousand geysers, mud pots, and steam vents, and hot springs. Uh, they're beautiful. I've been there. As a as a child, you know, I saw Old Faithful explode. Pretty good. Pretty good. He was very faithful. Um, and many of these springs, like I remember them, they smell so fucking bad. You have no like, idea. Like smell like farts. Sulfur. Sulfur farts. Sulfur. Like okay. so bad. Like yeah. eggy. Yeah. Rotten so like, eggs. Yes, okay. exactly. So the hot spring water chemistry is highly variable. Like geysers and springs are acidic because they're fed with thermal water deep underground that picks up sulfuric acid as it rises to the surface. And the sulfuric acid is produced by microorganisms that break down the hydrogen sulfide in rocks and soil. So, you know, there's your Bill Nye the science guy. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so there's like... <laughs> 
the other things that are cool, there's also, okay, so there's like geysers, mud pots, steam vents, and hot springs. Mud pots and paint pots. Have you ever seen these things? No. They look like, uh, they literally are like, look like mud that's like farting. It's like these little like, like bubbles. And like, like, like from the bog of eternal stench in the labyrinth? Exactly. <gasps> and they smell so fucking bad. Yeah. Oh, now I need to, well, I think I want to go to Yellowstone now specifically so I can see a real life bog of eternal you stench. You should. Yeah, okay. yeah. They're really neat. So yeah, there's so much volcanic activity and then there, i'll and like... then i'll run around doing my best ludo impression <laughs> smell <bug>. yeah <laughs> that was bad ludo impression <laughs> anyway Nerd. so jb uh you asked what happens to your body when you fall fall into a gym i'm dying to know thermal spring ah! so like these springs like they're varying temperatures there's definitely ones that you can like soak in you know, like hot springs, warm springs that you can soak in that are totally fine. But there are a lot in Yosemite that you cannot whatsoever. So uh, these temperatures are over 200 degrees Fahrenheit. It's hot. Um, 93 degrees Celsius, roughly. Um, your body would register that. Like your skin touching these waters, these hot, hot waters, it would hurt so fucking much, like more than anything. So if you're submerged, like all of the boiling water, you're basically like dumped into a pot of boiling water. Like you're a lobster. Yeah, you're a lobster baby. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So like your nerve endings are like screaming, but that doesn't last very long because at temperatures as hot, your skin would break down and begin to dis- disintegrate like in less than a minute. Uh, the blood vessels, which are right below the skin, would rupture soon afterwards, causing rapid blood loss. And then under the skin, I know it's so nasty, under the skin, instead of uh, like the fascia and that breaking down, it just loses all water content because the skin is no longer there protecting it. And it just becomes leathery and blackened. So, like jerky? Yeah, like jerky. And like your subcutaneous fat, it just bubbles off like a full thickness burn. That's what this is. So um, at that point, like all of your nerves are just like burned off and you can't feel anything. This is third degree, right? You can't feel anything at this point because uh, all your nerves so, are So you're off. still alive. Yeah. Okay. So just to, just to make sure I understand, you're still alive. Your skin has disintegrated off. So mm-hmm. now you have no skin. Mm-hmm. Your fat has also bubbled off. Mm-hmm. And so we're just talking like the fascia below this is now blackened jerky-like texture mm-hmm. and you're still alive yeah Ooh, ooh, yeah you're you're a fan you're a fan um do you recall the mr show sketch in which oh geez i forget the name what the band was but there was this little boy who is a big fan of uh oh shit i wish i could oh yeah he's like in the hospital but he's in the hospital because he tried to kill himself and i yeah he tried to boil himself alive there's whatever that band where he's like Whatever their fake metal band that they yeah. came up with. But, like, he's, like, a regular head, and he's got a little, little tiny beef jerky body. Yeah, it's David Cross and his, like, little, like... It's like so this is, this is like, what a thing that could truly like happen. like Slim Jims. It was not, like, completely absurd. Yeah. It's kind of absurd, but... He would definitely not be alive anymore. Obviously, his whole body was, like, crisp like a Slim Jim. But they did the research. This is a thing that happens. Yeah. Probably Oh, not. okay, so con- continue. Anyway, Continue, because at this point, at the point in your story... The person is still alive. Still alive. Yes. yes. Oh my god. So, um, at this point, like your nervous system goes into shock and it becomes irreversibly damaged. Your CNS system, uh, is that's a, your central nervous system is uh failing and it would kill all of your other organs had not the heat already kind of done that. Okay. You know, so everything is like just you're just being cooked. You right. Know? You're yeah. cooked. Um, so you're dead within two to three minutes, okay. but conscious pretty much throughout all of it. Oh. Um, although, like, everything is screaming, so you're not, like, exactly thinking straight, but you're probably just like, ah, this hurts, this hurts, this hurts, you know, I don't know. Like, Ooh. it's horrible. So um, the extreme acidity of the water comes into play here. Um, some hot springs can be as uh, acidic as they have pH of two. Which is like so extreme. I think that your stomach acid is three. It's either two or three. But okay. yeah, it's so acidic. So high acidity and high temperatures, your skeleton just dissolves into nothing within a few hours. It's just like, ugh, just dissolve. There's, there's nothing left of you. Sorry, I dropped. That was, what's the horse's name? 
Harold. Harold the horse. I, I guess. That was Harold sure. the horse. We have to retrieve Harold. One second. Okay, so these boiling hot acidic waters just totally dissolve the body. Yeah. Sounds like a really great place to dump a body after murdering someone. Totes. Yeah. Well, you can get it into the park. You murder someone in the park and then you dump them. I'm sure this has already happened. Yeah. You're evil. But yeah, there, <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah, there would be nothing left. No evidence. Then no body. That uh-uh. also tells me that uh, the human body can break down human flesh. Uh, because if the acidity of the hot springs is the same as the acidity of your stomach. Oh, yeah. Hundo P. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. I don't like, know why that's good. Yeah, it's just like in Breaking Bad. Like, you know, whatever. They dissolve like that one guy's body oh, and, yeah. and acid. Like, it's the same thing. Like, stomach acid is so strong. that it, it That's why it, like, break down, it's break down your food. Oh, yeah. Well, and then if it gets into the wrong place, like, it fucks up your esophagus mm-hmm. if it gets to where it's not supposed to be. Yeah. Um, okay, so, if, but if the body can dissolve without a trace, then how do they track how often this happens in the parks? Oh, well, um, there has not been really that they've known of um you know like a lot okay examples yeah so notable examples there's this book that was published in 1995 it's called death in yellowstone by lee a lee h whittlesley and he accounted for 19 human fatalities from uh falling into thermal features so uh they fall into a few categories um wayward children uh, for example, oh uh, no, yeah, oh no, so sorry. Oh, uh, <laughs> a child from 1970, nine year old little boy from uh, Williamsville, New York, tripped and slipped, tripped <gasps> or slipped um, off of the little boardwalk oh. and fell into the scalding waters of the crested pool. Oh no, he swam a few strokes and then oh. he sunk oh. in front of his whole family, just horrified. That's like, horrible. Watching. Oh my god, there was nothing left. He just dissolved. Yeah, sick. Does it that's... dissolve your bones? Yes, everything, yes. everything gone. Yeah. Oh my god, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's uh, ill-informed tourists, uh, such as this gentleman in 1981, David Allen Kerwin, dr- dove headfirst <gasps> into Celestine Pool. Uh, it's a 202-degree water. Uh, he was attempting to rescue a friend's dog who had jumped in. Oh. He should have known that that pool was not worth jumping in because, like... Uh, he climbed out, actually. Okay. With the help of a friend uh, who burned his feet doing so. But when they tried to take his hot shoes off of his skin, his you know, his feet came off. Like, the skin oh. from his feet came off, too. And then uh, he spent the, rem- the remaining day of his life, he died, uh, blind and uh, covered with third-degree burns over 100% of his body. And the body of the dog was never recovered because it was dissolved. Again, dissolved. <laughs> I'm so I'm assuming there's like signs by these springs that are like de- like that it will kill you. Yes. Okay. So in Yellowstone, there is a boardwalk that goes around like this these whole areas. There's just miles and miles and miles of boardwalks. There mm-hmm. are signs, but uh, much like with the Grand Canyon and other national parks, they can't put like a shit ton of signs everywhere right because they can't interfere with the landscape very much they don't want to they want to preserve the national natural landscape but there definitely are lots of warnings and people choose to ignore them right okay uh so you're supposed to stay on the boardwalks you're not supposed to go in the pools you know yeah there's all this info there's information available it's not like you know right okay but yeah so, um, then, so there's dumb dumbs uh, that think they're just like the hot springs that they may have in other places where you can go and bathe for rejuvenating yeah, benefits. That's another part of my, uh, I have another example concerning that kind of person. A uh, hot potting is basically going around and sitting in these pools, uh, which is fine. Um, you know, if it's, you know, a designated area, which right. they do have parks where you can do that. Okay. Uh, uh, where you go and you sit in the natural spring and it's, you know, whatever, it's allowed. Um, but on no- in November 2016, this little uh, gentleman called Nathaniel Scott and his sister uh, went to Hot Pot near Norris Geyser and he reached down to check the temperature of this pool and then he slipped and he fell in. 
Um, and then his remains were never recovered. Like again, he does he he dissolved. Okay. And uh, his sister was recording on her cell phone at the time, but the natural the National Park Service won't release the video. Like, <gasps> well, the snuff film. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't want to see that. Yeah. Did no. you see it on a glacier? No. This was um near Noy- Norris Geyser. Geyser. Yeah, again in Yellowstone. Um, so yeah, in summary, pay attention to the park signs. Respect the park. Like it's there. Like I personally am really I get really furious when people like put graffito on the rocks in the park and stuff. I think that's so fucking rude. Um the park cares more again about preserving the nature than it really cares about your safety, honestly. Like uh that's what it's there for um you're a guest there so you it's there for you follow the fucking rules but follow the fucking rules it's free for you god damn it you know keep it nice it's not free it is free i thought you had to pay to go in and oh, yeah, i had to yeah. buy a park pass either way it's nominal fee it's a nominal oh fee. yes yeah. for the yeah. splendor yeah I, I think twenty dollars to enjoy the splendor of nature is well worth it yeah and there's a lot of ones that you don't actually have to pay for. True. But I think you, just the biggies. Yeah, the biggies you do have to pay a, par- a pass to get into. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, that's my story about any uh, about boiling alive in a geothermic geyser, geothermic pool. They're beautiful, though. So pretty. Like, there's this one called Morning Glory Pool. They're just, like, this deep blue. They're gorgeous. Oh wow! Yeah, well, that 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 was pretty sick. I I liked it. Yeah, I also extreme. I also hated it, but yeah. I liked it. I really hated it. So but I also disgusted I liked you. It. Yes. I was horrified. I did not. Yeah, I did this the whole time. I'm making a disgusted gesture. Yeah, I like I, a dog eating peanut butter. A lot of the stretches where I'm not audibly reacting, I'm just making a really horrified face. Yes, so, mean. Yeah. I'm so. wishing that we had exoskeletons. <laughs> It's safe to go visit the park. I mean, like someday it will explode. It yeah, will explode. It's going to happen. Oh yeah, that is the other thing, right? There's a su- it's a super volcano underneath Yellowstone yeah. and mm-hmm. when it and when it goes, we all go. We all go. We all go. It's fine. So It'll much, happen quick. So much geothermic activity under there. It's just yeah. bananas. If oh, everyone well. you know dies, is it even worth being alive? No. We'll all just die. It'll be fine. You you're having a dark day, Jen. Yeah, and you say I'm the nihilist. I wouldn't want to be the only human left on earth. That sucks. No. But what if you had your books? Like that Twilight Zone guy. Until you broke your glasses. Yeah, thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. <laughs> that's like the only Twilight Zone episode right. I've ever it's... seen. For some reason, anytime it happens to come on, that's the episode that's playing. I know, you always got a reference to me. What yeah, a weird phenomenon true. how that yeah, happens. It is. I wonder if there's a name for that. Mm. Well, okay. All right. That was a really good story. The end. Okay. Thank you so much, Yay! guys. I had a lot of fun researching this because, again, I do really like the national national parks. JB are go- and I are going to Yosemite, and we're going to um, San Francisco at the end of the month. And, and we are going to obey all of the rules. Uh-huh. That's, we're not going yeah, to I'm sure. I'm sure. So um, we're not going to sit in the hot pool. Yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why we're going to be waiting so long before we actually launch and release these because there's going to be, like, a really long period where we can't record any episodes due to – all of us being out of town for one reason or another. Because we're extremely important. We are extremely important people. Um, so oh, I just picked a crusty out of my piece. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ew, I'm sick. She didn't let us see it. Anyway. No, I didn't. Um, okay. So, uh, JB, I, I heard you have a challenge for us I have a, this I have week. A, I have a question. A question. Okay. Yes. As you guys know that... I don't tend to have a whole lot of bodily hang-ups. No, you really like, don't. I, I generally don't think the human body is really very gross, and I'm pretty accepting of most things. Sure. Your body is a wonderland. I mean, it's not. It's a it's a trash fire, but, like, <laughs> I guess it's beautiful in its own way. But there's one thing that I think is horribly disgusting, and if I ever found out that somebody did this to me, and I would never do this under any circumstances is to use somebody else's toothbrush. Okay. Would you guys ever either use somebody else's toothbrush or let somebody else use your toothbrush? I mean, are are we talking about under like specific circumstances, any circumstances at, all. at I would, all? I would never. I would let all of my teeth oh. rot out of my head before I let somebody else. I think both. I think I have, I've used someone else's and I've let, yeah. Like oh, that's disgusting. Boyfriends. That's disgusting. At the time. That's horrible. Yeah. 
You have? Yep. I've accidentally used the Virgo's uh, oh. toothbrush and I'm like, oh, well. Oh, yeah. No, I've, I've purposely. Yes. Oh. Not not like as a habit, more of as like, I mean. If, like if, you really had a brush and that's Well, if it's someone you're in a relationship with, you're already exchanging so many like. But I appreciate that is a that is a phobia I, of yours. I open mouth kiss him. I doesn't. Yeah, matter. Like, I understand on an intellectual level, but yeah. like, I don't. It horrifies me. I'm like, oh, yeah. Your mouth germs are in my mouth, and we don't have to get too graphic here. But usually, some other germs go in one's mouth with a relationship, right? But it's oh, <laughs> no, that's I can I can appreciate that. I don't think that you're being overly squeamish. Um, and, and I will say that's not, I don't like, I don't lightly share a toothbrush and I don't, I don't enjoy it. I don't, you know, oh, I'd rather, I'm, I'd rather not. Yeah. I'd rather not, but I, I'm, yeah, I have. Yeah. I would not. So that's the one thing that you, you just like cannot even. You can't abide. Like, I think the only thing more gross than that, it would be to like use somebody else's handkerchief. That's been used before. Like it also, yeah. it has their boogums in it. Yeah. Like if. Like yeah, if you were sharing that. a well, I don't I don't want to use anyone's handkerchief. Yeah. I don't want to use a handkerchief at all. I'm not Ugh. touching yeah, anybody's boogums. Like that's the only thing I can think of for me that would be like I guess unless you were like, oh here, do you want to use my diva cup? I don't have my period. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's, that's a little more can gross. we like that's can gross. we I think we can keep going down this road. Like, how about someone else's toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a single use item. I mean, what about unless you have like just a wipe and rag? <laughs> I mean, you know, some people do. And you know what? We can't laugh about that because cultural differences. We're trying to be respectful. Yeah. But yes. You know, I actually think about that a lot because in a lot of uh, uh, Muslim cultures uh, in middle and Eastern cultures, they don't use toilet paper and they just use like that. I don't know what it's called, but I'm sorry. But it's like, you know, the washing pitcher. The yeah. And or well, today. Not, well, not, but yeah, they have the, wa- oh, they have a the picture. picture. Yeah. Oh, like, I didn't know about that. Yep. I kind of wish I had like a bidet. That might be actually like more cleanly. You, you know? can apparently buy like really inexpensive ones that mm-hmm. you can install in your toilet, like existing toilet. Yeah. yeah. They're like 20 or 30 bucks. <gasps> oh yeah. Amazon. You should get on that. Yeah. Uh, okay. I would probably do it, except I don't really want to fuck around with my rental toilet. But you own oh, this yeah, shit. Yeah, I own this shit. Yeah. So yeah. <gasps> you can, yeah. You should look into it. Oh. Yeah. 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 Cause, cause like that is essentially like my, the, the powder room is essentially my toilet. Like, so I could pretty much do whatever I want with it. I love it. Yeah. Okay. All right. JV. Okay. So you were talking about being boiled alive. I'm going to go to basically the exact opposite ecosystem. I'm talking about mountains. (gasps) Are you going to talk about what I think you're going to talk about? I don't know. I have several small topics on mountains that I would like to cover. You guessed my topic. So we'll see how good she is. See how good. All right. Okay. Now I'm going to be talking about uh, Denali, which is the highest peak on North America Mm -hmm. and one of our national parks. Okay. And I'm going to be talking about Mount Everest. (gasps) Now, Mount Everest has some really disgusting stuff happening. I think you know what I'm going to talk about. I know all about it. All right. But I want to hear. I think more people should know about it. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Okay. I can't wait. All right. I can't wait. Let's go. So let's just talk about some of the like small scale gross stuff on Mount Everest. Now, you always see these beautiful pictures on Mount Everest and snow-capped mountains and scenic vistas for miles and miles. But you'll notice that you never see the ground. And do you know why? It's because there is fucking garbage all over the goddamn place. It is just a trash heap. And I was looking at pictures of garbage on Mount Everest, and I'll put these on the on the Instagram. It is it's horribly sick. It's really, really sick. And where where does all this trash come from, JB? It comes from all the hikers, from the uh, the hundreds of hikers that try to climb the summit of Mount Everest every year. And and why do they leave their trash there? Because it's uh, not very easy to get up, but it's real hard to get down, and you don't have the help from the Sherpas whenever you come down. So right. what really? Yeah, they help you get up to a certain level, and then, you know, they're not dealing with that really high altitude. Well, I mean, they, yeah, they do. The, the I mean, those Sherpas, they're, like, up and down the whole season. Like, they, um, right, they they have summits that at the beginning of the season before anyone else can summit, they have to go up first to set all the fixed lines and ropes. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, and, and so. Up, there's, there's, like, a base, there's the base, mm-hmm. base camp, and then there's like a base camp before you get to the summit. Right. And they basically kind of yeah. go yeah. back and forth. And they, they, um, I was like, 
I know some Sherpas, they summit so often because of their job. It's like not a big deal. They're also more acclimated for some whatever reason. They, they're they they're um they've uh they they can withstand the higher altitudes better than we can. Yeah, I think there's some kind of evolutionary thing with their, yeah. their capillaries. Yeah. They don't tend to get the the high altitude sickness that right. Yeah. Because most people that go to climb Mount Everest, they have to go to the base camp for a few weeks before they can, they can even, even start. Yeah. Or else they'll die. die. Well they'll die. A lot of them die. But well. essentially yeah. the, the, oh, that the not Nepalese, that you're right. uh, the Nepalese government and um like white tourism is exploiting yes. the Nepalese people Absolutely. big time because yeah, like not only are they lugging they're me the reason why there's so much trash up there, because not only are they, you know, these white hikers like going up there, they're bringing all kinds of like superfluous shit that they like don't they're taking need. beer cans and liquor bottles. Like and... why do you need that up on Mount Everest? That's so stupid. You would think it would be a physical shape that you you don't want to be trying to summit Mount Everest hungover because I'm assuming you get drunk like I can't believe anyone is taking beer cans past base camp but no like higher up it's tons of beer cans and liquor bottles I saw people and taking like lots of oxygen tanks and that sort of thing that's too, crazy to me people taking griddles so they can like make pancakes and shit it's like somebody's got to carry that griddle that is sick so there yeah. is uh, in 2017, which is the latest stat that I could find, there's tw- uh, 25 tons of trash and Ugh. 15 tons of human waste. <gasps> that Ew. is the equivalent of three double-decker buses. Of poopy. Of just, well, not just poopy, but like of just crap. Ugh. Like, not crap, but wow. shit. Stuff. Things. Yeah. Waste. And waste. Just, just, and it's just like everywhere. So... I, t- I guess to kind of try to help this, uh, in Nepal, you have to put down a $4,000 deposit before you go to try to summit Mount Everest, and you get it refunded if you bring down at least 18 pounds of your waste. Wow. Oh, okay. That's a good so motivator. So if you don't bring down 18 pounds of your waste, you're you, out, you're you're out four grand. It's like you've lost your security deposit. Which, I don't know how big of a deal it is because it costs so much money to climb oh, Mount Everest. The it's, permit. It's, it's your poopy deposit. Yeah. Yeah. You're, but you're like dropping like. It's $4,000 for a poopy deposit, but you have to pay forty to $60,000 <laughs> to like hire a Sherpa. Correct. Yeah. It's and then like, there's just the permits to yeah. climb Mount Everest. Well, I know a lot of like that, like the higher cost, like there are uh, tour, like tour companies that kind of like they take care of all the logistics. Um, and they'll right. take up groups of people, um, and they're the ones who like arrange with the Sherpas, arrange, and the, and yeah, like it, it's so much. I can't even imagine. I can't That's even imagine how much money it costs. That people have uh, uh, their kids like go up there, like oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna go up, and our nine year old's gonna go up too. Like, I mean, I don't think that happens super often, but yeah, like people really young it. kids, really young kids, it's have like, what the fuck, yeah, man, like that Sherpa basically has to, like carry this nine year old up the, up yeah. the goddamn yeah. summit. Okay, so but I'm gonna tell you that I have thoughts. The garbage in the poop is totally gross and a horrible environmental hazard. But that is not the sickest thing about Mount Everest. It's the sickest thing. The sickest thing about Mount Everest is that if you die on Mount Everest, your ass stays on Mount Everest. Yep. Yeah, pretty That's much. True. Your bodies they ain't going anywhere. In fact, some of them have been there for so long. They're just used as malmarkers. Green so boots. green boots. Green we boots. All know about green we boots. do. Can you uh, talk for a little bit about why those bodies stay there? Because it's just so cold. They they freeze. But, but why don't people take them down? Because it's too dangerous. Right. Well, not everyone might realize yeah. how oh, it's I so. Apologize. I'm... No. Yeah. I you know we all know about that. Tell the um, stupid people yeah. about no, it. Don't... <laughs> However, they're just not nerds like we are. (laughs) And most people probably have never researched uh, mountain climbing on Mount Everest. Right, 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 right. But it's it's very dangerous. Not many people die, but also not a lot of people do it. Yeah, it's not. um, I know it's not the most dangerous mountain. So even though it's the highest, um, there are other more dangerous mountains in that area. I forget. K2 is. I think K2 and K2 is a very technical, difficult mountain. And and Annapurna also. Are they're like really they're pretty deadly. Yes. Much more like I think one I forget which, but one of them, I think it's like close to a third, something like a third of people who try to summit die. Yikes. Yeah. Like Everest isn't nearly as deadly. No, I think the people who try to summit, I think it's about 10%. Yeah. Which is still not a small percent of people that die, but 10% is yeah. 
you're climbing Mount Everest. You, yeah. you take that risk. But yeah, the body stay up there because you're at very high altitude and your body really is barely functioning and at that level. Isn't it like a person would pretty much like die if they tried to if they tried to retrieve a dead body, they would die themselves. It's, it's well, it's it's hard enough to just take yourself. So right. Yes. I think that's the thing. And so and let's talk a little bit about why that is. So you get to a certain point on the mountain, right? Yes. And it's called the death zone. Yeah, yes. I've heard of that. Right. Um, yeah. So once you go past the death zone, it's you really you. Like you said, your body starts to die. So even if you summit Mount Everest successfully and come back down and you make it, like your time in that death zone, it's like a it's like a ticking clock. Like you you, you only have so much time to do the thing and get out of there. Right. If you you have to time it perfectly because if you run out of oxygen, mm-hmm. your brain is you're like because you're at fuck that altitude, you. your brain is already yep. You're not functioning at hundred percent at all. Maybe fifty yeah. percent. If you're and, Sorry. No, go ahead. If your brain is deprived of oxygen, you'll just, like, start, like... So you basically got to get up there. thinking nonsense, you know. You, people get, like, you know, snow blindness, you know, where you can't see. You so can't you probably really can't even think to take another body down anyway, because you're like, I have to stay alive. Yeah, so, like, for the people who are already up there, yeah. I know that um, sometimes they will send expeditions up purposely to retrieve bodies or try to move them yeah, off to... of the main path. That's yeah, the ultimate there's... slap in the face to the Sherpas. Yes. That yep. We don't respect your life enough, but could you go get these dead bodies for us? Get that fucking us? white person body. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. Or, so, shit. you know, we can't make that much money off of this if there's dead bodies all over the place. So, come on. Okay. Can you so... knock them over the side? <laughs> <laughs> so, I want, okay, I want to hear, hear about, let's let's talk about some of these bodies. Oh, uh, I don't have any. I just thought the fact that the fucking bodies were up oh, there. Well, green Boots is the green most famous green boots one. Is the most famous one. He's like a mile marker yeah. somewhere. Yeah. He's got and green boots. I know there's a girl who was caught. Well, not caught, but she basically had hypothermia. And they say, if you have hypothermia, do not stop moving. Mm-hmm. And she stopped the rest. And uh, yeah. she just looks like she's been sleeping for like years Oh, that's supposed to be and years and years. peaceful death. Now, is Green Boots the one in the cave, or is he, like, yes. out in the... Okay, so he, Green Boots is the one in the cave. Yeah, yep. because they, they call Green Boots cave. But he And he's been there for, like, 20-plus like years. Yeah, since the 80s. Since the 80s. Yeah. So I know there's also been... There's a really there's a really horrible disaster in Everest in the mid-90s. It was turned into... So it was turned into a book called Into Thin Air Ugh. by John oh. Krakauer. Oh, yeah, and they made That's a movie a, about it. And they made a movie about it a few years ago, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Jake and Gyllenhaal. a bunch of other people. I oh, um, when it's on HBO, I'm like I, I procrastinated. Can't watch it. I can't watch it. I've, I've never watched it for my research. But I procrastinated. Um, I did watch. Well, movies. so I have watched. I did. There was a really good documentary about Everest that was on Netflix, and I can't remember what it was called. And I did watch that. Um, and then I read in and I read into Thin Air, which which if you so if listeners, this Everest thing is like really fascinating to you and you morbidly want to know more like I did um when I first learned about Everest deaths um read into thin air it's it's very like it's horrifying and it really Ooh. and it really happened and thanks yeah and you know and I'm not going to bring I know there's some there's some like um controversy about who was really responsible for what so I know that John Krakauer's account and he and he was a writer like he was actually a writer who kind of was he went along on this journey and kind of like it this all happened um uh and there's some conflicting accounts that they feel like john Krakauer didn't present certain people in the correct light i can't say but you know but those it's that's a good it's a good place to start anyway so were there any other notable dead bodies you knew about uh, not off of the, green boots is the only one i can remember I like, off yeah. the top of my head and there's a whole wikipedia article oh, yeah, yeah. i'm gonna and i'm gonna be okay so here's something that's sick and this is this is me being a sick sick person and I also will say uh, Everest climbing season is about to kick off. It is. April um, to, uh, yep. I don't know, like late October? May. No, it's a little later than now. Yeah, but the but the prime window is like April, like May. Now. April, yeah. May. Um, yeah, so Everest, the conditions on Everest are really um, volatile. And there's really, you know, a short window of time in which it's even remotely safe to try to climb. And even within that window, it can be very, like, you might get all the way up to nearly the top and have to turn around. And never summit if, like, the weather doesn't cooperate. Um, but I will say, like, about every, every year, I, I'll Google Everest because I want to see if anyone else has died. And that's pretty sick of me. Oh, man. That is pretty sick. Right, I know. I'm, gonna, I'm Googling some of the but, deaths on Everest. Yeah. Probably what, not. I think they've said 
about 200 people have died on Everest, maybe a little bit more than that, but about 200. There's a, currently about Ugh. 150 dead bodies on Everest. So that means most of the bodies are, are still, still there. there. Yeah. And one of the particularly sick facts about the dead bodies is thanks to global warming, oh, yeah. that lots of the snow is melting. And so we can elevation. see them now. Oh, not only can you see the bodies, girl, but some of the severed parts <gasps> are starting to wash down the mountain. So as snow oh, melts, I didn't know you about just this. See hands <gasps> and feet. And I guess whatever. This but, is new information. Oh yeah, global warming is like adding a whole new sick level Holy to the uh, crap. to the mountain climbing game. Oh my so god! You be climbing, climbing, climbing. You got to reach for a rock. It's not a rock. It's a hand. Ah! Ah! Okay, I will be googling this later. Yeah, I mean, I have heard of that. That's pretty nasty. So you know, uh, it it's really interesting what kind of like um anthropologically, you know uh archaeologically things that we're finding because of global warming and because of the melting it's horrifying uh and yeah the poopy is rolling downhill i was gonna say the poopy that, is melting that was my point about uh denali which actually is not like that much of a garbage filled mountain yeah i actually in an article i was reading that they basically let anybody climb mount everest they just want to like suck that cash oh yeah it's a total it's like a tourist mountain but basically if you want to go climb if you want to summon mountain alley you have to prove you're worthy of the mountain like right like the rangers will interview you be like why should we let you climb this mountain so the people who climb denali tend to be a lot more serious of hikers yeah i heard uh, there's not as much garbage i'm pretty sure i heard of that i've actually seen denali as have I. I have yes. not. We've been to Alaska. Davey and I have been to Alaska. Did you go together? We did not. Okay. No, I went with my mother. Uh, my mom paid my way, which is the way I was paid. I can't afford to go because she's a baby mama and she has our money. <laughs> uh, I want to go to Alaska. Oh, oh it's beautiful. Do it. it. Yeah. Wherever it's, you before. Add it to my list. Whenever you got like, like thousands of dollars to do that, that's that's the trip you should do. It's take the, the princess. Place. I took a princess cruise. I did Royal Caribbean. Don't do Royal Caribbean. Okay. <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. You can sponsor us Royal Caribbean. I'll go on all of your cruises. Okay. So anyway, Denali sickness. But the sickness in Mount Denali is it's something that's unavoidable. It's it's the poop. Okay. And so global warming is far more drastic in Alaska than it is the lower forty eight. As they like to call us. Uh, as, is that what they call us in Alaska? I have no idea. I'm making up shit. Okay. So yeah, if you're, is, if you're a native Alaskan, at me, bro. Okay. <laughs> anyway, in the past 50 years, ice has diminished in Denali by 8%. Oh, wow. That's, that's that, significant. That'd be a lot of ice melting. And there are approximately 64 tons of poop on Denali. What? 64 tons? Be- people, they would just take the poop and bag up the poop and they'd put it in like crevasses and like cracks and just like kind of like shove the poop under the snow thinking that the mountain was just going to kind of squish it. Like No one's ever well, going to see my waist. Really it just freezes and goes nowhere. Yeah, I was going to say, That's... but it so it doesn't, but it doesn't biodegrade. It does not. Because uh-uh. it's too cold? Uh-huh. I guess it's because it's Correct. too cold, but it'd still be there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, and climbers generate almost uh, 4,000 pounds of poop a year. So the 64 uh, tons of poop is not, it's not getting smaller. It's only, it's only getting more because your average climber spends about three weeks on the mountain. That's that's a lot of poops. I mean, yeah, you're going to have to poop at some point. So uh, most of the climbers take a clean mountain can with them, but that still only holds 10 to 15 pounds of poop, which okay. in three weeks, you're probably going to poop more than 10 to 15 pounds. So you're still yeah. put more poop in at crevasses. And Ugh, just the thought of carrying my poop around with me. But at that out, it probably doesn't oh. smell. It's probably so cold it's frozen. Ugh, I know. Yeah. So I guess too, like so say you're hiking like like the John Muir Trail, for example. I know you have to go off the trail, dig a hole. Like there's a whole thing you have to do in order to poop. Like and I'm you have to like dig a hole, you have to cover it. There's this whole protocol. But I guess you can't do that on a mountain because it's frozen. Right. right? I'm sure there's okay. like a threat of avalanches and yeah. all and you probably 
aren't carrying shovels with you because you're taking basically all you need to survive and like a poop shovel is not something you need to survive right i've heard of like a like the recent movement of like there's like people are challenging themselves to like you know carry their waste down well, they're required the to take the clean yeah. mountain can yeah. but it still only holds so much yeah so um but they're there's predicting that this year this this year uh in the lower elevations like around base camp that the poop is going to start thawing out and that within the next couple hundred years all the poop on the upper level is going to start thawing out and that is that's that's a lot of poop well but at that point if it's thawed out it'll start to biodegrade right it says um the research i had found is that the poop is is staying frozen until basically it gets down until it flows down and it's still the same poop it was whenever it was put in there so it's still stinky stinky putrid poop it's not biodegraded it got frozen right so- but i'm i'm saying once after it thaws like yeah i'm not i'm not denying that it's gross and it's going to be gross but you're once hoping it, for a silver lining. Once, here. once it thaws, it's going to be the same poop it was when it was yeah, frozen. Yeah, and then after it is thawed and it is disgusting poop, then it starts to biodegrade. Right, I would then imagine. It, then just okay. like tons of poop is going into the local water and the streams and. Oh yeah, you know this is all terrible. Yeah, and that sounds so bad. It will biodegrade at some point. Okay, so like people are gonna have to deal with all this shit coming down the mountain and going into their water. Oh supply. my god, what do they have any like plans for like mitigating that? Uh, the trying to get people to take their poop off the mountain is, I but think, like, how to, one. But protecting the water supply, who who lives like, who lives around there that would be directly affected by uh, this? Anybody who lives in the Talkeetna area. So Talkeetna, yes. Oh my God, Talkeetna, Alaska. Yeah, that's oh. that's who's affected by. So Do you who, want to know some things about Talkeetna? I was please. there. Tuckeaton, Alaska, it's just like this. It's literally like one street long. It's really tiny. And uh, they used to have a cat as a mayor. His name was <gasps> Stubbs. And he died. Like, oh, that's he, where Stubbs oh, is Oh, I've from. heard Stubbs of that place. Yeah. Oh. And he's like this tabby cat. But he died a few years ago. Well, if it's a village of white people, they'll probably solve the poop problem. But, but if it's I, a village I, of I native a, people, then they won't. It's a village of like white touristy people. Like, like white people. But that, I think like, the people who live there are probably natives. Oh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Like I only saw. You were there during touristy. I only saw the touristy like strip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If it's natives that will be affected, the government won't do sh- drag, shit. I mean, you know. You know, that's yeah. right. Yep. We know and that's the right. The thing is E. coli still stays alive in that poop. What? Oh, you can't. Freezing doesn't kill. It doesn't kill. Oh, this is going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. And it's like kind of like. Heather's taking really unflattering video and camera for the Instagram. And I'm going to murder her. I'm trying to take pictures of Harold here. <laughs> oh, okay. She's just taking pictures of her I horse. thought she was taking really like low level no, do- just... double chin shots no, of she me. She just cares about her horse. Okay. No, like, yeah. It took me a second. Like, to get it focused. So the poop flows into the water. I love pictures of you. <laughs> <laughs> this is my angle. This is my angle. I don't have any angles. Oh, I'm I know my angle. Very unphotogenic, but yeah. yeah. That's fine. Here, I'm going to turn on and make a selfie. Oh, here we go. Hopefully that did it. Oh, right, okay. Good job. That was a good but, selfie, everybody. Yeah, I, it was I, really good. You deem me no as master chins. of uh, oh, one chins, master of social media. So I have to like keep taking pictures, so I have things to post on social media. Okay, but yeah, so uh, so that's pretty gross. Okay, I uh, I I learned a lot. You know what? I thought I was an expert on gross things on mountains. It turns out I was not. Thank you, Jen. We, uh, um, you heard some things you didn't know. I did. That's I learned great. Things. Thank you, guys. It was and so much I fun. From you, it was my topic, and I still also learned from you. I highly so recommend good. that you guys watch like uh, the special the the section on real sports with Brian Gumble. Also go to Alaska. Uh, also go to if Alaska you can. If, if you're allowed, you can. if you're able. I guess not allowed, but if you're able. Yes, if you're able. Yeah. I uh, I really feel bad um so much about how uh, it sucks super bad about how like fucking nobody in America can take a vacation anymore. Nope. Because we we'll uh, go to Erie. Yeah, because we'll go to Erie. It's fine. You know, like. <laughs> Uh, we're very fortunate that we can go to um, Yosemite. That's because we're dinks. Because well, we're dinks. I'm not a dink. I'm a, I'm a sink. But I'm, sink. A, I'm also a sink. A sink. I'm a dink. Double income, no kids. Cats, don't, cats don't count as Single no, income, harders. no kids. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're sick. We're single income cat kids. 
single, yeah, single income cat kids. We all have cat kids. Okay. All right. Okay. So, wow. I just burped again. I apologize. I'm drinking. She's disgusting. She's drinking. I am. I actually, I burped during it's a- late in the podcast. We're all hammered. She's I'm drinking tipsy. beer. I'm no, a lady. I, I'm drinking red wine. I, Thank you very much. I burped during a work meeting earlier today. Um, not because I was drinking beer. I was <laughs> fully sober. Um, Boring. I burped in a work meeting and because um, I, I forgot where I was for a second. And yeah, not not everyone. I apologized immediately. Obviously, that's not appropriate. I mean, my boss and I will burp in front of each other, but that's about it. Um, yeah, I felt I felt a little embarrassed. But anyway, um, so Jen, I know you had a, I, you know, you had a sick thing to share with us in a good way. Well, a good way in a bad way, but it's it's good. I mean, okay. if, if you think it's in a bad way, then that's that's on, on you. That's on that's, me. That's, okay, that's, well, that's not on me. Let's let's. I you know we like to wrap this up with something you know light. So this is light, and this is also a product recommendation okay. for. Now we are getting into the warm weather, and we all want to be pedicure fresh. I'm sure. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. We want we want these feet looking good. I don't wear flip flops, but go on. You may wear a regular sandal, perhaps. I fucking hate flip flops. You have Birkenstocks. Uh, I don't wear them in public, though. Well, whatever. Fuck you, Heather. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, the only normal reason... people bear their feet. Yeah, normal people, it's open toe shoe season. Because so. having hot, sweaty feet is sucking donkey balls. <laughs> I was gonna say it's not cute, but okay. Sucking donkey balls is not cute. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. If you're a donkey ball sucker, that's bestiality and you nasty. Yeah. But... I'm going to judge you. I'm going to judge you on sucking donkey balls. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Okay. All right, Moving on. So a few, no, not a few years ago. It was last year. I used a product called baby foot, which. That sounds awful. Baby foot. But it's basically a foot peel that you put on, well, your feet and you, you soak your little footsies. <laughs> and then a week later, you just start like molting, like all of your old skin just starts falling off your feet. And it's that's like, so nasty. It is oh, really it's nasty. So fun. It's like sunburn, but like without any of the skin cancer. It's doesn't great. like doesn't your foot hurt so bad? Oh yeah, I I saw Justine on Saturday when I was like halfway through the process, and like like my feet are so itchy, they hurt so bad. She's like, you probably shouldn't be using this. <laughs> yeah, but well, I thought she was having some kind of like adverse reaction. Yeah, no, I just remember. No, as that was going through it. This is just what it do. It was operating as advertised. It's burning the way that that's well, how you know it's working. Well, it better burn exactly. It was just really, really itchy. Like because it dries out your feet. I don't know. It helps everything lift off. But oh yeah, all of my foot skin just like peeled off. I was in Sick. yoga class and like I looked down on my mat and it looked like a snake had slithered all over. Wait, your foot peeled in yoga class? Well, because I. I do hot yoga, so it was so moist <gasps> That's and humid so in there. That's so gross. Oh, yeah, like, my foot just, like, peeled open in there. Were you so, a, were you embarrassed that it happened in public? No, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so nasty, Jamie. Did anybody else see? It was on my mat, and I scooped it into my hands and put it in the trash afterwards. See, okay, this Nobody is... Nobody was looking at... If somebody was looking at my feet, that's their own shit. This that's is why me. I will never use this product, because I'd be afraid that that moment would happen it will, it will. at a bad time. It might. Then I'm never using it. Because there's like all the friction and you're all like sweaty oh. and it just starts. Psh, psh. This is worse oh. than the, the yeah. egg. Okay. Oh, well, I'm sorry. This my, is sick in a bad way. No, but my feet feel so nice Okay, now. can I see your feet? Yeah. The tops are still peeling, but the bottoms are like. It look, does look very soft. Oh. Look how nice and. It looks baby soft. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. your feet do look better than they usually do. I know. Look how good they look. Yeah. Look, they look yeah. like children's feet. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I go that far. Well, they're dirty. And long. But they were clean. Okay. But that's sick. That's sick. I don't know if that's sick in a good way or a bad way. That's just, yeah. You're not the one that has baby fresh feet. It's sick in a good way for you. It's sick in a bad way for us. You didn't didn't have to see it happening. (laughs) Shut up. Do you have a sick in a good way? Yeah, this is definitely not sick. But I'm just like happy that I know how to do electrical work now. That is is sick. Are you talking about your dad bleeding all over your bathroom? Yeah. We talked about that last week, I did talk about that last week. But we finished our project and he didn't bleed this time. Well, that's good. Sick in yeah. a good way. Sick. Yeah. Good job. So and it's all done and it looks fabulous and yeah. Yay! Yay! That's yeah. some good bonding time with bonding yeah. daughter bonding. bonding time with dad. Yeah. Oh, That's nice. I don't have a that sick in a good way this week because this week was not. I didn't enjoy it. It was not sick in a good way. No, not really. 
We did have our first stoop sit of the year. Oh, we did. That was sick. Okay. Thank you, Jen, for reminding me. Um, Jen and I actually live very close to each other. Um, and when it gets warm out, we like to sit out on her stoop and drink beers. Yeah. We got to do that for the first yeah. time last weekend. Yeah. It was nice. We also had shrimp cocktail. It was extremely <laughs> fancy. Where I, did you have it? Oh, on I'm, the stoop. I bought, oh, I bought it. it from Family Dollar? I, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bitch, I would not eat family dollar shrimp cocktail. You nasty. Ugh. Oh, you talk about eat clothes. Oh, no. Girl, straight I, mercury. I, I, yeah, impulse, right? I impulsively... Might as well eat a thermometer. <laughs> I impulsively bought it at Whole Foods because I thought, oh, I should eat more seafood. It's good for me. Um, not with the whole ocean filled with plastic. That's true. And then I and then I like got home and I'm like, I'm never gonna fucking eat this. Um, oh, my so God. I So I brought it. I brought it to stooping in my, in my little cooler bag. You with... are the bougiest friend I know. You've been that's shrimp what, that's that's what Jen I was like, this is the bougiest stooping ever. I showed up and I'm like, guess what I have? And um, Jen, it's, I learned this about Jen um, the other day. Jen loves to guess things. You know how when someone says to you, Get, guess what, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I don't want to. Jen happily just guessed for about five minutes straight what I had in my bag. <laughs> until she, until she guessed like, it. You never gave up? No. There's nothing I like more than asking repeated questions. It was so gratifying. That's like my number one hobby. I get, I get, I get fed up after like the second thing. I'd be like, well, just tell me. Yeah. No, oh, no. no. I want to keep guessing. She, I was like, so I was like thrilled that she just like wanted to keep guessing. It was so fun. Was like, is it from the sea? Is it from the land? Is it an animal? It, can I eat it? There was, uh, there's, a, there's a lot yes of, to all of those. there's a lot of questions about whether it was meat. And I kept saying kind of. And so I was trying to determine what you meant by kind yeah. of. Anyway, um, we... I got there, though. I think you and I collectively ate, like, four and a half shrimps out of that thing, and then we gave up. It I was had not... just eaten a steak dinner. Yeah, I mean, we weren't particularly steak hungry. Dinner. Anyway. But All right. It's still fancy. Well, I uh, I really enjoyed that episode. So what did you learn? Oh. Um, I, I, lear- I learned that... Um, Denali is melting and the poop is melting along with it. And those people in that village are not going to have a good time pretty soon. A lot of E. coli in their water. Maybe all the hungry polar bears will eat them. And I learned that if you murder someone, I learned if you murder someone, you should just throw them in a hot spring in Yellowstone. So if you don't like somebody, you should befriend them long enough to go to Yellowstone on a vacation and then push them in a hot spring. So if I ever take you on a vacation to Yellowstone, I'm never going with you. Watch out. I'm never going with either of you bitches. Yeah, you might uh she uh Justine might dissolve your body. She might. I'm stronger than her. I'm not I'm not afraid actually. I'm wily. Hmm. I'm not <laughs> please. I would definitely be able to push Heather in. We all started looking at each other, figuring out who could murder You're who. You're stronger than me. You're like half my size. I could definitely push you in a hot spring. Yeah, I'd be done for. All right. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening to us again. This is episode four. Um, having so much fun, and I hope you're having fun too. Um, so subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you found us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at That Sick Pod and on Instagram at That Sick Podcast. Visit our website at thatsickpodcast.com or send us an email at that's.sick.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, so that's it for this episode. Tune in next week. And until then, don't buy your shrimp cocktail at Family Dollar because that's, that's sick. sick.